welcome to the definitive guide to how to raise your LTV. LTV is a tremendously important metric in our business, and some people when trying to scale their business still value silly, terrible things like ROAS. When you're trying to grow a business, we need to focus on a far more important metric called PSM, Profitable Scaling Margin. Now, those in the biz would actually tell you ROAS means nothing, and PSM is everything you need to grow a business, and PSM is lifetime value, LTV, divided by the sum of CPA plus COGS. Basically, what is the profit margin per customer journey? When you can improve that profit margin and or improve the volume, well, you make more money. Making more money is actually just as simple as doing that. So when we focus on our business, one of the most important things we have to do is raise our LTV. It's not about spending more money. It's not about just getting a cheaper CPA. Ultimately, we have to figure out how to get our customers to want to pay more money from us because when you make a sale, that's not the same thing as acquiring a customer. So we're going to dive super deep into everything that you need to know to make that happen. Now, before we get started, I just want to say thank you. I know you could be literally anywhere on the internet right now, and you've chosen to be here, and that means the world to me. If you haven't subscribed yet, I hope to earn your subscribe at the end of this. If you're listening on a podcast, please, five star. Let your friends know and share this around. If you have any questions, drop them in the comments. Also, if you enjoy this information and want to make sure that you never miss out on any of it, below in the description, you will see a link to the newsletter. Sign up. It's free. Below that link, you're actually also going to find a super long article talking all about everything that we discussed today so you can hear it, you can read it, you can quote it, you can copy it, and you can steal it so that you can make more money. And if you want to invest in yourself and grow the LTV of your own personal life, there's also a link to checking out more information about the Facebook Ads MBA program, which is the single best investment you can make in making yourself a better marketer. Let's dive into it. So the first thing that we need to cover when it comes to how to raise your LTV is how to raise the second purchase rate. Second purchase rate is basically a measurement of how likely is somebody to buy from me more than once. Now, maybe you have an AOV of 100 and nobody ever buys again. Well, your LTV is also 100. And it's going to be really hard for you to scale your business, especially because you have no future cash flow and because you have to basically invest to make every single sale. Now, when I'm trying to grow a business, this is generally one of the easiest ways of making things better. It's not just about raising AOV. If your business or brand is so bad, nobody ever wants to buy from you again, you're going to have a really hard time mapping out future cash flow, getting investment, working out operational needs and inventory, and being able to raise your borrowing behavior and, and power so that you can grow your brand. Without LTV, you are effectively crippling everything. So getting into LTV and that second purchase rate, what we have to understand is how often is somebody likely to buy from us? Again, out of every 100 purchases, out of every 100 buyers, out of every 100 people that bought once, how many of them actually become customers? Is it five? If five people out of 100 are buy likely to buy more, that could be great. What if... 95% of people never buy a second time, but 5% of them buy three times. If my AOV is 100 bucks, I know that 5% of those people, their LTV might be 300. Well, that means I can now spend $100 to make a sale, including COGS, and I'm actually making money. 
I could have a negative ROAS, a, a, a less than one return on ad spend and scale my business with confidence projecting against future cash flow that'll make me more attractive to investment bankers and help me pay for inventory concerns. That's a much better way of running our business. So how do we improve the second purchase rate? Well, one of the things is we have to even know what it is and what success actually even looks like. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to scale with brands and they say, we just need a ROAS of four and we're good to go or a ROAS of one and a half and we're good to go. And I ask them, well, what's your second purchase rate? And they don't know. That is a red flag. Now, if you know, hey, 5% of people buy a second time, okay. Is their second purchase worth more than their first? Maybe they spend 100 bucks the first time and $5 the second. That's not great. If you want to make cash flow for your business, what are you going to do to get 20% of those people to buy a second time? What are you going to get it to do to make that AOV of that second purchase more than five? If instead of a $100 purchase with 5% of people spending $5 a second time, what if it's a $100 purchase with 20% of the people spending 50 bucks and half of them spending 300? Well, now we've got a business with a lot of cash flow. Now we don't have to spend money to make money for every single ounce of revenue that we have. Now we're treating our business as an investment in the development of profitable customer journeys instead of effectively trying to play the lottery or, or treating Facebook as though it was the stock market. I'm going to tell you this. If you are using it as the lottery or as the stock market, you are going to lose. And it's extraordinarily difficult to grow any business on the effort of a single transaction. Even houses and cars and universities and colleges, $5,000, $10,000, million AOV business models, they bake in LTV to those businesses. If you buy a car, maybe you go back to them to get it worked on. Maybe you go back to that dealership to buy another one. When you buy a house, maybe you go through that realtor when you want to sell it. When you're going to a college, maybe you also work on getting books or merchandise or another degree. You have to understand that even on these super high ticket pieces, people want to buy more than once. And if your business is predicated on a single sale, you're not, you don't have a business. You're not going to grow. What you have is a product, and hopefully you can trick enough people into buying it at enough of a profit margin to make a little bit of money today. But eventually when your USP goes away and people stop caring about it, you're out of business. That's an incredibly painful place to be. So talking about the second purchase rate, and don't worry, we are going to get into it a little bit later, things to do to improve this uh, second purchase rate, but we have to understand it. We have to value it, and we have to know what lift that has. So how do we figure that out? Now, if you have tools like Triple Whale, shout out to Rava or Northbeam, or you've got Shopify or WooCommerce, or you have literally any data in the world, it's really easy to figure out this number. Now, let me tell you the simplest way to do it if you didn't have any tech at all. If you have the name and date and value of every purchase that's been made in your store, which you do, then all you need to do is say, well, how many purchases did I make and how many customers do I have? Simple. You can also divide that total number of customers 
from the total revenue you made. There's LTV. There's second purchase rate. Now, you can do that whether or not you've got fancy software or not. That's actually an extraordinarily simple thing to do in Excel. Uh, I mean, a child could do it from fourth grade math class and give you second purchase rate, LTV, and a lot of other metrics. You could average those things out and get your AOV per purchase. There's a lot of things you can do. But the point is, if you don't know these numbers, it is a five to 10 minute solution that can make you millions of dollars more. That's a positive investment with your money. Now, the other side of the second purchase rate that I want to cover is that when you are trying to improve your LTV, when you are trying to grow your business, when you are focusing on getting your Facebook ad account down, promoting your hero product because you've been paying attention, you understand that me keeping Facebook really smart and growing your business is all predicated on keeping things as simple and projectable as possible so you can invest in future numbers. You have to also start to look at what is the LTV of each product? Which product most likely drives a second purchase rate? Which one has the best second purchase rate? Which one has the greatest lift? Maybe you sell a $100 product and the second purchase is five bucks. LTV is 105. Maybe you sell a $100 product and the LTV is 300 on 5% of people. So five out of 100 that bought that product actually spend 300 with you. Now, one of those things is far more desirable. Now, maybe it costs you $100 to sell the $100 item where 5% of people buy $300 worth. That's a profitable venture. Maybe it costs you $75 to sell the $100 product where the LTV is only $105. Which one of those things do you think is actually far better for you to invest in as a business for long-term cash flow and development? I'll give you a hint. It's not the one with the ROAS over one. Because remember, ROAS is a completely useless metric. It is a distraction from the math that you need to know to grow your business. It's predicated on improving the ego of the marketer, and your finance department doesn't give a damn about it. And you have to know that before you get started, or you're going to be chasing the wrong numbers and wasting a lot of money doing a lot of things the wrong way because somebody that doesn't understand business fundamentals taught you a lot of things that are harmful. Now, the last thing I'll say about second purchase rate is that this is one of, if not the easiest numbers to improve. It's extraordinarily easier to improve your second purchase rate by 10, 15, 20% than it is to get your average cost per acquisition down 10, 15, 20%. It's a lot easier to get more people to be interested in your business and buy from you more than once than it is to spend even the same amount of money and acquire new sales for the same margin acquired. If you can go from 5% of people buy three times to get you an LTV of 300 to 10% of people, do you know how much better your business will be than, say, get 10% better at your CPA? This is how you operate a business to grow, and you need to understand these things. Now, if you have any questions about this stuff, please comment below. If you like this stuff, please subscribe to the channel. If you want more of this information, go to the description down below and check out the newsletter or the Facebook Ads MBA program. And please go ahead and read that article that's down there. I've written up thousands of characters to help you understand 
how to use this information. And you should absolutely be using this even if you're not running any paid ads at all. And we're gonna get to that right now. So the second part about improving your LTV is understanding other products for people to buy. If you're gonna buy one thing and you wanna improve the LTV to get somebody to buy a second time, odds are you need them to buy a second product. Now, sometimes it's the same product and they buy it over and over again, considering it might be a consumable packaged good, which is a great business model, right? Protein powders, collagen, batteries, milk, drinks, juices, whatever. You use them, you need to buy more. And so you buy more. Now that's great, but a lot of us aren't in that business. So what am I supposed to do if I'm selling a car or a house? Well, we've talked about the upsells we can get on those. Potentially a second house that you buy after you buy the first one, you sell it, you buy another one. You buy a car, maybe you go back to that dealership to get the car worked on, or you go back to that dealership to buy an additional vehicle, or you bring a friend there. Maybe you go to a college and that LTV comes from buying books and merchandise or a second degree from that, from that place. So you just buy some more classes. But for our businesses, it might just look like, well, we bought one thing. What else can we sell this person? And this goes back to what a lot of people figured out when dropshipping stopped working, which basically meant the economy tanked so people weren't nearly as willing to buy absolute garbage material from other people. And Facebook got a lot better about giving a damn about what the user experience of the brand is. So any business running a terrible user experience that had no way of selling somebody a second time was basically out of business really quick. Now, Getting into this, we have to understand is a business fundamental called vertical integration. How do we get somebody to buy from us more than once? One of the easiest ways of doing that is providing complementary products. Now, one of the things I did back in the drop shipping days was I used to sell a phone case that was kind of squishy and had a cat on it. Squishycats.com, by the way, if you want to check it out. Now, what we did with squishycats.com is we didn't try to sell you 10 phone cases because one of them will probably last you a year or two. Now, what we did was say, what else can we put with a squishy cat or cat related that we can sell people? Well, pens, eraser tips. We could do shirts. We could do cat toys. We can do basically anything themed around the concept of a cat. And when you bought one item, it was really easy for me to say, well, you bought the cat, squishy cat phone case. Do you want a second one for 50% off just in case? There's a bundle. Do you want it and like three pen toppers or, or pencil toppers? Great, there's a bundle. Do you, if you're really interested in it, do you also want like the phone charger? Do you want any of the other things that we found on Alibaba that was squishy and cat related is it toys is it pillows we got print on demand with the brand and put it on t-shirts and hoodies and hats how many of these items could we actually get to sell somebody one of the best brands in the world right now doing this on effectively a drop shipping model built off to their retail is liquid death liquid death is crushing if you look at their emails, almost every email you get from Liquid Death has nothing to do about the water. And it has everything to do with a print-on-demand drop-shipped product. From t-shirts 
to hoodies to workout clothes to coolers and refrigerators like they're spanning the, the gambit from $20 items to $1000 items and they're emailing you a couple times a week and it's working and they're vertically integrating their brand other versions of vertical integration that are exceptionally easy to do is for instance when i was running 310 nutrition we sold you the shake and then we just offered promotional cups for every holiday now we knew the cups ultimately cost us a dollar we charged 15 bucks for them and we knew that they wore out so i can get you one on mother's day and by labor day you need a new one and by christmas you need a new one and we could also hit up other holidays in there and say oh it's you know fourth of july here's the red white and blue one here's a new year's here's a gold one with some stars on it I could get a new one of those basically every six or eight weeks. And I knew when I dropped the, the new shaker cup, I was getting people to buy it on a $14 markup. And they knew if they spent $35 more, they get free shipping. So why not use that and put it as a bundle with getting more shake? Now I'm getting you to buy the consumable good and I'm getting you on a markup. And that free shipping, you're like, well, I can't afford free shipping. When you're charging $14 more than a $1 item over cost to make sure that you're covering your free shipping costs, yeah, you can handle it. I'll, I'll gladly charge you 15 bucks for a $1 item and pay the $6 for shipping. If that means that I'm going to get $50, $60, $70 from you when I might not have gotten any money from you before. Another example of vertical integration that we see all the time is in makeup brands. Oh, you like the skin concealer. What about the lift? Oh, you like the thing with the fake tan. What about, you know, some other items? We also see this in a lot of brands, if you think about it. And the point of this is ultimately to understand, well, my consumer bought this. What else are they buying? And if you don't know, one, Get your numbers because it's really easy remember we talked about that report where you downloaded all the transactions and you just saw what those numbers were now filter it by everybody that bought two items what was the second item they bought when they bought the first one that's your hero product another easy way to figure this out is go to amazon find your competitor and when somebody buys this item what other items are they likely to buy why aren't you selling that product why aren't you selling that item and to be completely fair you can do this vertical integration in the way that liquid death is doing it and not ever actually have to pay to sell most of these products i've done this in a spot where i literally pre-sold the vertical integration on an email and if we bought if we sold like 200 of them great we would buy 200 and make a profit if we sold 50 you know we might take a little bit of a hit because we're only going to buy enough to suffice the order now maybe we had to buy 100 so we got 50 on the sale and then threw it in as a bundle and just basically said hey we're going to give you a 20 dollars discount on this bundle because we're throwing in this thing that we cost us four dollars we're going to charge you 20 dollars and give it to you for free well now i'm giving you a larger discount on a bigger bundle that i'm vertically integrating to stack up a bundle offer and i'm getting a higher aov even on maybe on that first purchase plus i'm liquidating my ltv driving products that are vertically integrated that i market tested through an email and i never have to pay for acquisition costs for that second item because it's offset because I pre-sold everything at a profit. Why aren't you doing it? Now, I probably, maybe you are doing it. Or nobody ever told you this stuff. And that's okay. That's why I'm here. That's what we're trying to get to.
Now, the last thing about vertical integration that's really important is that vertical integration also, by sheer nature of it, curates brand loyalty. And that's extraordinarily important. When somebody buys one product from you, they don't really give a damn about your brand. When they bought five times from you over a three to six month period, they're emotionally invested. Human beings, especially in a capitalist economy, so especially Americans, Canadians, Europeans, you see this less in Asia, but they're catching up real quick. You become brand loyal. If for no other reason than you bought three things from these people before, you bought five things from these people before, so you might as well buy it from them again. It might be the exact same thing for even a worse price, but because your brand is selling it, you're going to do it. We see this a lot, especially in the apparel business, where 90% of people are selling you the same white shirt or the same jogger pants, all coming from one factory in Mexico or China or Los Angeles, and all they did was put their name on it, and you're paying a ton for it. Now, this happens with small D2C brands, but it also happens with Adidas and Nike selling Gildan t-shirts and Hanes. But instead of you paying the $2.99 it costs, you might pay $20. Why? Because it has their name printed on it. That's vertical integration. Figure that out. And your LTV is going to jump dramatically. And you don't even have to pay to make these extra sales. That's how you turn a customer from a buyer. Now, I hope this makes sense. And if you love this information, again, please subscribe, drop comments, and if you have any questions. If you want more of this type of info, go down below, sign up for the newsletter. It's free. If you want more advice from me and you really feel like investing in LTV of your own personal life and the future of your business, Facebook Ads MBA program is there. Go check it out. Now, the last thing we're going to cover today is a very ad-specific strategy that I developed at 310 Nutrition with my boss who used to run Guthy Ranker, the inventor of the, but wait, there's more, tagline in infomercials. And we realized that there's no such thing as a, but wait, there's more in digital marketing. About you, this was back in 2017. Um, but we built it. And now you're seeing it a lot. And I hope you're seeing it more and more. So it's a concept of a rebuttal, a rebuttal upsell. If you don't want this pen, for $5. Okay. What about buy four, get one free? Five bucks a piece isn't good enough for you, but five of them for $20? Maybe I'll give it a shot. If it's free shipping and free returns, I'll give it a shot. Now let's extrapolate that out over a $30 item. I'm doing it right now with my clothing business under outfit, and you can buy one bra for like 35, 40 bucks. Or you can buy three of them and get one for free. Now, let's say our AOV before, just keep the math easy, was $100. Well, buy three for 40 bucks, you spend 120 bucks. So if our AOV was also our LTV because we never had a second purchase rate and we weren't vertically integrating our brands and we had no bundles, well, we made $100 off of every customer. When we do a rebuttal upsell, Transaction number one, we make $20 more. Now, maybe it costs 15, 20 bucks more to make that sale, but we're also far more likely to make 
a second or a third sale to that person. Because of that vertical integration of having more products with the customer and having them have more things with us, it's far more likely that we're gonna sell you the bra extender or the cami or our shapewear or something else because you've already liked some product. You got a few more of those pieces and as a result, you're more emotionally attached to the brand. Now, this is something that's exceptionally psychologically powerful. The more times you see a brand name and the more items from that brand you have in your daily life, the more counter space it has, the more shelf space it takes up, the more likely you are to buy from that brand again. Ubiquity equals legitimacy. So when you're able to show somebody your brand or your service over and over again, you're more likely to win at that game. One of the most extreme examples of this that everybody has seen is elections. Most often, the person whose name gets mentioned the most wins the election. That's been a known fact for 40 years and probably a lot longer, but the case study that truly proved it came out in about 82. Uh, and I'm not here to put any political positions here. I'm just letting you know that in general, there's a reason that Coca-Cola still advertises. There's a reason M&M's still runs television ads. Do you not know what Coca-Cola is? Of course you do. Are you brand loyal since you were four? Absolutely. Do you kind of cringe when you go to a restaurant and they say, sorry, so we have Pepsi? Maybe. It's the same damn thing. And you have to understand that. So the rebuttal upsell says, I know you're not interested in buying this Ginsu knife for 20 bucks. Fair enough. Maybe you are, maybe you're not. But if I give you two knives, plus a paring knife, and then a block, and then a little bag that it goes in, and something that'll cut a fish, and three other steak knives in a set, and I gave you two of them for three easy payments of $29.99, or $59.99 or whatever the Ginsu happens to be running at that point in time for that infomercial. I had you at a maybe on 20 bucks. I've got you throwing your credit card at the TV screen at 120 bucks. Where is your rebuttal upsell? Now that rebuttal upsell can be tremendously valuable as a retargeting ad. Now you see me say, you don't need retargeting. It's a terrible idea and it's an absolute waste of time and money. And you know what? That's 100% right. For the same offer. But why not run that offer to everybody that's visited your site in the last six months, whether they bought or not? Now you've got a retargeting and retention play for a higher AOV. And if... 10% or 20% of those people already bought before, guess what goes up? The second purchase rate. And what does it bring with it? The LTV. And what does that do? It improves your PSM that allows you to have greater projectable cash flow that allows you to scale your ad account even if the ROAS is less than one. Because remember, ROAS is nonsense. PSM is actually how you grow a business. So the rebuttal upsell basically says, you don't want my primary offer at full price. Got it. Instead of offering you a discount to that offer and basically saying that I'm a desperate person that doesn't care about how you feel about my brand, I'm going to say instead, let me offer you more value. And I hear you saying, well, what about the discounts? Blah, blah, blah. Well, okay. So how much does it cost for you to make a sale to somebody three times? Well, first off, you weren't getting somebody to buy from you three times before. 
let's say it costs 50 bucks the first time and 30 bucks the second time and 20 bucks the third time. Well, your ROAS is going up on your retention. And it costs you $100 to sell three items. What if you sold all three in one transaction for like $70? You're saving 30 bucks. Now, if the cost of goods for that, for that item is less than $30, you could throw that in and basically say, buy three, get one free, and you're making more money per customer journey for a smaller investment that is more likely to bring in future revenue, improving your LTV, your PSM, and your second purchase rate, while also simulating and priming somebody for vertical integration. Now, all of these things can be done by literally any brand. And I see people all the time, they're like, bro, I sell clothes, I can't do it. That's nonsense. Why not offer something, uh, people bought this like that. Why not say, hey, buy any three and, and save 20%. Why not make a collaboration with somebody else and try to ultimately offer that as an upsell? Why not focus on having unique products for that promotion? If your LTV is your AOV, you're in trouble. So the point here is, especially when you're starting to run sales, like Labor Day or Black Friday, don't run discounts on your existing products to kill your LTV. Run bundles on your best-selling products to get the people that bought from you before, get them to buy again. And to get new people to spend more money than the people that bought before would ever have spent. If the AOV on your rebuttal upsell is greater than the LTV of your customer off of a single offer, that's a double win. Because you're making more money up front, so your cash flow improves. You're setting yourself up for better opportunity for LTV because if they buy even one more item off of you, your LTV could go up by 50 to 100%. And that's going to bring you future revenue that, again, lets you borrow more and be more uh, attractive to investors and help your own cash flow and ultimately means you can spend more money on Facebook because you don't need it to run as efficiently because you're using business metrics and principles around customer journeys and development to grow the brand instead of saying what i need to do if people don't like me enough is to charge them less and pray that they come back a second time if you're stuck in the world of having your aov be basically the same as your ltv what we've covered here is three fundamental principles that can dramatically change the course of your business. And I will tell you this, I've taken plenty of businesses that weren't thinking about this at all and taken them from a two, $3 million brand to a $10 million brand in a year. I've taken businesses that were stuck in the six, 700,000 and made them a 5 million in a year. The point is, when you start to focus on actual business metrics to actually improve the cash flow and to make your finance department happy, by making your customers happy, 
and working on the PSM of your business, it becomes far easier to be far more successful. And at the end of the day, my biggest focus for you is this, more success, less stress. I almost guarantee you, you're working too hard on information that probably isn't that valuable. You're missing a lot of data that's really important and nobody's giving you the blueprint on how to make a ton of money for way less work by doing things properly when it comes to business development. That's why I did this today. I had five messages over the last week that basically said, this that we talked about today is such a disruptive concept that other people aren't even trying it. And I'm sitting in a place where nine times out of 10 when I do it, I see three to 10x growth in a business in an extraordinarily short amount of time. Hell, I did it this year with a women's clothing brand where in January we spent 200 grand and we made 400,000 last week. That's the kind of results that you deserve. On that brand, I spend like 15 minutes a day max. Because now the entire ad account is simplified and automated and we're using dynamic ad testing and we're building off of business model development, not trying to get better and better at hacking Facebook. You deserve that. If you wanna know more about this information, again, one more time down in the description below, you're gonna see a huge article covering everything that we talked about. There's also a link to the newsletter. I highly, highly recommend that you get me in your inbox every Sunday, you get multiple videos and blog articles, interviews, and some discounts on some stuff because hey, I'm trying to work on my LTV too. And if you want to really step up your business to the point where this all sounds really exciting and you're ready to invest in the LTV of your brand, not the customer, but what your brand and your business and your skill set is worth, there is a link to check out more information about the Facebook Ads MBA program, which I want to tell you most earnestly is probably the single best investment you could make in the future of your digital marketing development for yourself, for your business, and for the future of people that rely on you to put food on the table or a paycheck. With that being said, subscribe. Let me know any questions you have. YouTube thinks you might like a couple of these videos and smash the button, hit the bell, follow me on all the socials. And until next time, I'll see you on the internet. Bye.